This is a Valiant Star Podcast. Enjoy. What's happening, beautiful nerds, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerds Be Like podcast. I'm Antonio, and as always, we have Brandon, Dan, Eric, Lenny, and myself, as well as a special guest, yet again, Julian <laughs> is back for episode 83. Woo woo! And instead of asking Dan what we're doing, I'm just going to say it for once. <laughs> this time, we what are, are we doing, Tones? What are we doing? What are we doing? This week, we are continuing <laughs> on with the Valentine's Day theme and talking about our favorite rom-coms. And this, this episode is going to be a lot less of a mess because we actually prepared. Fickle on the rom-com, though. Some of these are just sad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Mine's definitely <laughs> rom-com. Mine's happy until the end. I mean, we just saw mine today. Yeah. So... <laughs> Mine's not. Some some are more sus than the others. I'm gonna cry. So, um, I think we'll put uh, that disclaimer when we get to that. The, the I mean, one of the questions will answer that. So yeah, I've been, yeah, yeah. Dan, <clears throat> Dan got all excited this episode. That being said, not helping you. Before Dan. we get into the topic, as always, we got some news. So Dan, would you like to start us off with lightning round? Uh, I I definitely most definitely would. All right, let's start. Uh, Marwin Kenzari, is that how you say it, Eric? I'm assuming so. Continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, Jafar in the most recent Aladdin film. He has been cast in Black Adam, and it's uh, looking to be potentially the villain of Black Adam. You know, yay, nay, what are we looking at? Yay, he was a good Jafar. <laughs> I didn't I watch him. Yeah, I never saw him. <laughs> no, no, he was. Like, that movie was actually pretty good. Like, it holds up. I'll say it. Aladdin I'll holds look, up. I'll look it up. Will Smith. I mean, it, yeah. To- to it's the okay. newer live actions, Ooh. I would say, yeah. Yeah, compared sure. to... I never saw the Aladdin. Damn. To be fair, they try to do their own thing, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Tones, you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, so, uh, you already know who added that last yeah, part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, a Blue Beetle film ha- ha- is in the works with Angel Manuel Soto, uh, who directed Charm City Kings. It's on HBO Or is he the creator? He, okay. he directed it. Okay, so he's directing um, a that the Blue Beetle film uh, is set to be focused on obviously the the Latino teen uh, Jaime Reyes. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> fucking Eric sent me this, and I was so yeah. pumped. Yo, Eric. <laughs> yeah, like look, I'm all for Ted Cord. Don't get me wrong, but I know oh, more yeah. about Jaime Reyes. Jaime Reyes than I do Ted Cord. Like. Like Ted Kord's the the OG Blue Beetle, but yeah. like Jaime Reyes, you know, he's like, like, like I dude, Young Justice <laughs> the Blue Beetle show itself yeah. just held up by like, oh my god. I was telling Eric that like when he sent me this, I was like, well, DC is really diverse with their like directors and like the, the things they're trying to do. I I really like that. I remember who sent the meme that was like DC stands for diverse me. casting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, definitely uh, uh, a a yay. Because, it's a lit. It's a lit. Yeah, you know, legacy. <laughs> I gotta watch Charm City Kings though to see. So let's see, Andy uh, Muschietti. Is that how you say it? I don't know, and I never will. But continue. I think that's I, what I it think is. Let's go with it. Let's so, go with it. Sounds like it. <laughs> all right, all right. So he see the the director of the Flash uh, has casted Sasha Calle, which I think that's the way you say it, uh, as Supergirl. Yeah, another Latina 
uh, or, or a Latino in in a DC role. Did you, Definitely, yay. yay. Did you see the video <laughs> with the um? Yes. The the, yes. the interview and then she the just started crying. Bro, Dude, yeah. I said so everything to Dan right away. <laughs> I've been on top of that. Was, that was amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, you, you really, like, I don't know, it, it'll be different. And I, and I really like the, like, it'll, it's a different take on Supergirl. Yet it still feels connected to, like, the Henry Cavill kind of look. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, so, yay. Um, a Constantine series is in the works at HBO Max. What do you mean a young Riz Ahmed? They're looking for a young Riz Ahmed, young Riz Ahmed type. type. Okay. Oh, I didn't see that. My bad. So obviously Riz Ahmed, who's done uh, various films here and there, Marvel, Star Wars. Um, they're looking to look for a dude like him for a, a Constantine role. They uh, want a person of color, basically, yeah, is what they're saying. I could saying. see it, but that character's been like really like... I mean, he's British. He's British. Yeah, I was going to say he's British. But God, if they like... Have Riz the guy British. who played Lucifer in there as Lucifer at all? That'd be great. <laughs> I don't think it's connected. <laughs> I know, but I I it love would make it cool. Yeah. He's so hot. Yeah, they did say everything's connected. Remember that they had their own press conference well, and said, "Yeah, everything's yeah. connected somehow." Just I mean, like I'm only saying that because in which McCallit, um, that's that's when Lucifer had his his cameo. Oh no, uh, Crisis uh, Legends of Tom- yeah, cr- in, the Crisis thing, the Legend of in tomorrow, Crisis. In that, it was Constantine Toe yeah. to find him. Yeah. That's the only reason why I say that. Earth 666. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so fucking edgy, but I love it. <laughs> it could have. I did like the original Constantine. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm having high hopes. Yeah, for that's getting yeah. a sequel too. So like... That, that and the TV weird. show one that only had like one I mean, season. They're just different universes. That's all they got to say. I'm okay with it. <laughs> it works. So yay, nay. Yay. 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 Yeah, it's gonna cool. be lit. Magic is cool. Um, so we're gonna be taking a little bit of a a, a, a jump into DC, uh, DC, uh, to Disney Plus and more kind of stuff. So Marvel, some Star Wars things. Um, so Jessica Jones and the Punisher have made their return to Marvel Studios officially. So now all the Netflix characters have returned to Marvel. Yay or nay? Yay. I mean, they're not doing anything yet, but like, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's potential for Jessica Jones and everything because of. Uh, she-Hulk and the Punisher. The Punisher could... was the most bad Yo, like series. Look, I, I've heard like people he theorizing like he could return in um Armor Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. with with a like an Iron Man style war Punisher. machine. So it has happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be lit. Yeah, the... I know it has happened. Uh, uh, in the imagine, comments, so be really imagine if they push back the Falcon and Winter Soldier to put him in nah, there. Don't do that. I don't think so. No, 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 no. No, they can't. No, no, no. I'm saying if they did that, if they like whatever. Armor Wars. I mean, they could they could put in a, a small teaser at the end. Uh, here's John Bernthal. All these shows, yeah. At this point, everything that's like they can put them in there now. Yeah, <laughs> as like a little end credits thing. Uh, we officially got our uh, Spider-Man three title. It's uh, we've had a little bit of parody titles from uh, three, three of the Tom actors. Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland, Tom Holland, uh, Zendaya, and uh, <laughs> what's his name, Jacob? Yeah, forgot his last name. I know his first name is Jacob, uh, but it's called Spider Man No Way Spider Man Three No Way Home. Yeah, your name? I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's not home record. <laughs> or phone home. <laughs> Have you seen I, the, I the, the new set photos for, um, that we released? Yeah, the the, yeah. The, the the yeah the stills. Yeah, I think it's a good title enough. I mean, they're stuck with the home part from from Homecoming and everything. It's good enough for the multiverse yeah. kind of title. If he isn't stuck in it by the end of the movie, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> Uh, I think something you're not going to be upset by Loki 
has a release date of June 11th. Jesus Christ. Do it again. All right, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to move forward. The Bad Batch um, has a release date of May 4th. So, again, Star Wars-ish. Yeah. Star Wars, the Star Wars date? Yeah. May, May the Let's go Fennec. Uh, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. again, uh, Monsters at Work series has a release date of July 2nd. I'm going to watch that with my son. I'm going <laughs> to watch that. What is that? It's the Monsters Sync series. Oh. It's a sequel, yeah. I believe, but I'm not sure. Sh- but I know it's a, sh- it's a show. I, I, I think I it is. I definitely it's... watch that. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on Monsters. <laughs> yeah. That was, that that is was your my... Favorite. That was my rewind. That was what I rewinded as a kid. So Yeah. Uh, Zowie Ashton. Listen, something like that. Look, I was gonna we say gotta, Zoe, I gotta, like, think of Zoe. But, uh, you might be right. <laughs> we gotta figure out. <laughs> so these she names. was from uh, Velvet Buzzsaw and uh, quite a other, quite a few other things. Uh, she was cast as the villain in Captain Marvel two. Uh, still an unknown unknown character, but she's the villain. And she, I remember she dressed up as Captain Marvel like two Halloweens ago or something like that. Yeah. With, uh, Charlie Cox and Tom Hiddleston. Uh, let's see, let's see. Last one, last one. Joaquin Phoenix is set to star in Ari Aster's uh, next film for A24 Studios. It will be called Disappointed Boulevard. Yay or nay? I'm a big yay after I watch. I know you guys may not know what it is. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> I asked Eric. Listen, <laughs> listen. No Joaquin comment. Phoenix, hot off, off of Joker. And right. this dude, what Hereditary is Hereditary director? Yeah, dude. That. Well, yeah. not hereditary. What's the other one? Uh, Midsummer. Yo, <laughs> your face. Yo, if y'all ever have a chance, it's strictly rated R. Ooh, watch Midsummer. Hereditary. I've heard good things, but I've watched it's on Prime. I think both of them are actually. I Yo. feel like Patty. Oh, got it. We got to tell. Patty Highly recommend it. But it's gonna be a good movie no matter what. It's interesting. Yeah, your thumbs up from Eric. A twenty four. No, they can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, at least. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lenny, you're up. All that right. is, is it for lightning round? Now, no, straight up news. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot I'm going to have opinions about here. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this is straight up news, so you, you yeah. can have more opinions on it. Yeah, yeah that's why. I, okay. The first thing is that Nintendo Direct had a pretty big announcement for the Nintendo Direct. The first thing is Xenoblade Chronicles 2 sells out overseas. And after this happens. After Smash, yeah. Oh my god, what the oh, just After. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you changed that, Eric. I'm mad at you. Oh, cool. You should just left it. <laughs> and I guess the slightly more important news is that a character from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has been um, invited to Smash the game. To be more specific, two and one have been? Two and one, uh, right. It's. Pyra and Mithra, who are like two different personalities of the same character, kind of, and you're, it's gonna be like a switch mechanic. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a switch between like I'm gonna just say it. It's gonna be a switch between Martha and Ganon. It's gonna be funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's gonna be. Uh, do you think do you think it's gonna shake? Like I don't want to say meta because that's a broad term in Smash, but it depends because. It depends if both of them are good. If both of them both are them. decent, then like you can easily just like switch up and like mix up people. Fucking Migo. But there. if like only one's actually viable, like if it's just another Zelda Sheik like melee situation where only Sheik is good, right. then probably not. Okay. 
And I'm trying to think about the questions for you because you know what I'm a, you know more about Smash than me. Uh out of the gameplay, how do you think this compares to Sephiroth? Uh Sephiroth, I mean it's gonna be different because it's not um it's two different play styles yeah. in one, so it's gonna be like a heavier one and also a um a faster one. So yeah, I, Sephiroth I'm... is kinda like that where he's like he's really light, but he has like really heavy attacks and then he has the ability to just get like faster but it's not enough to change up the fact that he's still like pretty his attacks are still slow right even if his speed itself is fast so how do you feel well i'll just say both about xenoblade chronicles both selling out overseas and joining smash uh i mean it's about time they only <laughs> had shulk for like since uh Bro, not you know, four came out yeah yeah, since 4 came out, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2 didn't have a rep yet, so I'm glad it's not Rex, and it's the two anime women, so... It just works, in the end. Yeah. Um, next thing is Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, I, I don't know why this was even on the list. Because it's Mario Golf. It's and like Mario it, Golf. It looks decent for Mario Golf, but it's Mario Golf, it's so Mario I don't Golf. Care. If you want a good game, play Mario Tennis. I'm moving on. Uh, Legend of <laughs> Zelda. Yeah! <laughs> Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Remaster. I don't play Zelda. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't played Zelda, Zelda for a long time ever. So Skyward Sword is probably the worst 3D Zelda. Like, oh, I know the one. Like, uh, yeah, it's bomb bowling. That one. Oh, um, so it's not bad, but it was just like it didn't always work right. the way it was intended to. So it's just. A lot of fans are just waiting for are waiting for Breath of the Wild too, and we didn't get any news on that. We just were told, "Hey, it's go, it's we're we're doing well, we're making it." Here's <laughs> Zelda Skyward Sword Remaster instead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's ass. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's not a lot to talk about that either. Um, Splatoon three is announced. When the freak was there a two? Oh, no. uh, on the Switch. On the Switch yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, two's been up for so a while. So this one, I will. Okay, so this pissed me off, but I will say that in in Splatoon, there's this, there's these things that like you can pretty much play the game and or online, and if you, depending on what side you choose, you pretty much choose whether um, like you're pretty much polling, and whichever whatever side wins more is one that wins so you like played for uh votes for that poll and in the last poll they were just like it was either something about an apocalyptic scenario or something other scenario the apocalyptic scenario won and that was like the last poll they did for two and splatoon 3 takes place in an apocalyptic scenario okay oh, moving on so yeah <laughs> okay that's the only cool thing about it so my favorite part of this monster hunter rise on the nintendo switch all the also, more <laughs> the Nintendo Switch Monster Hunter Rise Edition. Monster Hunter, oh right, and the Monster Hunter Rise Edition for the Nintendo Switch. I, I don't have a lot of money, but I really want this, and there's just Nintendo's trying to hook me in. I swear, on my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want me now. I know Monster Hunter Rise, as for what's shown, a lot of it is good. By a lot, I mean like ninety percent of it. There's a few. I played the demo. It's so fun, like the movement in it. You you just have like like the the grapple, but like just wherever, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I am very excited for that. Um, Same. If I ever if I ever get the money for it, 
that's like the first thing I'll cop. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Computer's gonna wait. And uh I guess the summary of this is that I guess I'll just say the last part. Yeah, that, explain it more. Yeah. RPG fans will be happy yeah. with this Nintendo Direct because it's and no one else. <laughs> no one else. Sadly no one else. So the main reason people are saying this is because um, they Square Enix during the direct announced uh, this their new title coming out in like 2022 called Project Triangle Strategy, which is pretty much their take on the Fire Emblem, um, like how they do uh, strategy RPGs. So the game looks really good, but it's like the it's like the best thing that was shown. And they're doing there was a demo that came out that day, and they're also like gonna take feedback and stuff. So. That's good. There's a bunch of remasters of JRPGs that came out, like Legend of Mana is getting a remaster. Um, no More Heroes is coming out. Uh, yeah. World Den Club. Bravely Default 2 final trailer. Yeah, stuff like that, where it's just like, it's a bunch of stuff where JRPG fans are happy, but the other stuff is really lacking. The only thing I want to take note of is there's this game called Neon White, and the only reason I care about it is because Steam Blum, aka Spike Spiegel, is a voice actor in it. That's a tweet. Yeah, right. this is gonna be a really dumb question. What's up? How do you how do you know when they're having these directs? Like they announce it. They announce it. Yeah, yeah. There's no set uh, date because I remember last time it was in a different day, right? Yeah, yeah. I like, will no, say like, though, no that warning or nothing. They just like they just like. Announce. Well, no, they, like, they like announced week, we're doing like a, it this, like a week yeah. or oh, yeah, they say okay. like a week. It's in not advance. like their Smash release is like it's out tomorrow. <laughs> it's not like yeah, it's yeah. not like it. Though releases. they did announce that on uh, March fourth, they're gonna have a Smash Direct to talk about the oh. character. Also, we might Pokemon. be Pokemon. We I was about to say that. <laughs> so February twenty seventh is Pokemon Day, so we might have more Pokemon news on the tw- after for next episode after that. Because I'm very upset about this direct because we didn't get Diamond and Pearl remakes announced. I was However, literally... comma, we might. <laughs> we have a chance still. Oh. I've literally been saving up money for a new part from a computer, but I literally might just save that money just to buy a Switch in the new Pokemon game. Because Diamond and Pearl <laughs> is like, what's the part? Converting. <laughs> uh, Chris. Probably for a graph. Yeah. Yeah. I assume. Oh. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, that, that hopefully is coming up. So that's a Nintendo Direct. Um, next part of news. Nickelodeon is launching the Avatar Studios. Puckers, puckers, puckers. This is the animated, of course, right? Yes. Not the blue yes. people, for those yeah. who didn't know. So th- that one's Disney. Nickelodeon has yeah. Avatar, Last Airbender. Right, right. Okay. Legend of Korra. Uh, I don't know who knows more about this, but like, what do you mean like launching the Avatar Studio specifically? Eric, you're reading up on this, right? So this yeah. is like... They were they announced they're gonna do like a film so within the year. They said next year. I don't know what they said. It's a division that will create original content spanning animated shows and movies set within the world of The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Um, the original creators are signed on both of them and will serve as co chief creative officers and they will report to Nickelodeon Animation Head. And they're going to create content for a variety of platforms, including Paramount Plus, Nickelodeon, third-party platforms, and theaters. Shit. That's a lot. So That's, oh, that's really yeah. ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Don't all know. in the realm. I guess since they fell through with uh, Netflix, Netflix? <laughs> they realized how much Nick wanted him and was like, huh. mm. I think, isn't that part of the, like the... Um, 
a lot of people because it was on Netflix started watching it. That grew in popularity, and then this yeah. deal came in. You think? So yeah, okay. it was already pretty popular. Well, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. It's it like a second revival. Yeah, that's what it says. It yeah, said so, it was the most watched animated kids show in 2020, and The Legend yeah. of Korra had a jump too in like views because oh yeah, because Legend of Korra itself like well it always got mixed reviews, but because it's like so readily available. Also, I I'm just gonna do a little bit of um you know theorizing. Avatar and Legend of Korra both have comics that take place after their respective uh, series. Mm-hmm. So for Legend of, uh, for Avatar: Last Airbender, there's stories about Zuko looking for his lost mother, um, and like going and like uh, events that took place after that. And then for Legend of Korra, it's going more into the um, Korra Asami uh, relationship. So these these things could go, go off of those and use that source material or they could just be completely new stuff that we haven't seen before. Maybe even um, going back in time and maybe even like the origins of the Avatar or something like that. So there's a lot that they can do and yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to be watching it. I will get Paramount Plus for this. Uh, I will too. <laughs> I will too. The other night when it was like oh, you guys were saying you about what Eric said about like uh, Zuko and then uh, what's her face like they might age her up. To make her oh i sent that oh yeah and yeah, yeah. is that is that part of this, this thing no because that's a netflix uh, oh okay that's a netflix series but that is bad so <laughs> i want can, can i talk about that while we're talking about this yeah since it's avatar so yeah so the netflix uh there's a rumor going around about the netflix avatar adaptation that says that they want to age up uh cora to be 16 and be the older siblings at asaka so it and they're doing that possibly to do the uh katara uh zuko relationship my thing about that is that if they make katara the older sibling it kind of just like goes against sock part of sokka's character so part of sokka's character was that like he was he obviously just like didn't respect women the way he the way he learned to later on in the series but part of that was he didn't do that with Katara was because he also saw himself as the older sister, older sibling. He was the one who was supposed to protect her, protect the village while his, his father was gone, etc. Taking that away from Sokka takes away from part of his character and he's not able to grow in the same way. So obviously this is a reimagining, so they want to make it different. But if you're just doing that just to do the Katara Zuko relationship, you can just de-age Zuko, who is already the younger sibling. It doesn't take away from his character at all. If anything, it just makes his father look more like an asshole because he's <laughs> scarring a yeah. younger child. But he already looks like an asshole. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if anything, it's going to be one season at Netflix and that's going to be it. It's going to get canceled. It, it's not going to get continued. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's going to die it's, like the movie. <laughs> they're gonna do you're gonna do the first book and then it's going to be over. They're going to pull the rights or they're not going to pay for the rights anymore. Honestly, I can see that. I can just see this falling through because they before it obvi- starts at this point because they the the creators backed off from the the project and are now going towards the Avatar Studios. So obviously, oh. Nickelodeon doesn't care about that anymore. They care about the Avatar Studios and making new original Avatar on Paramount content. Paramount Plus. That's the reason for yeah, that's for Paramount all Plus. Viacom stuff. So like parent company stuff. Like if anything, this is going to go through with like minimal effort and minimal. Um, either way, we already knew it wasn't going to be good because it's live action. Oh, but but now there's just like there's no there's no care being done to it. It's going to be done without the creator supervision at all. So they're just going to do whatever they want, which kind of blows. But 
Hey, at what least you're not going to be able to ruin the best episodes of the show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Tales of Bossing Say and the Beach are, they're clean. They are, they're pure. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you got, you, you started talking about Avatar. Not <laughs> you got, you got more stone. I felt that. Honestly. Uh, do you want to, do you want to move forward? The next bit? Yeah. We're like half hour. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yes, sir. So the Mortal Kombat trailer came out. Um, I don't know when specifically, but there was a lot of interesting scenes within the trailer and a lot of theories that are going around. Um, I know Eric. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Eric has a lot to say. If you want to say it. <laughs> Can I just ask one question? Yes. Where was Chun Li in the trailer? Like, Stop. come on. Why are you, why are you like this? <laughs> That's the point. Fucking my- boss logic came to the rescue for that. Oh, my God. That was so stupid. <laughs> Why you? All right, like, why uh, did you pop out? I was just, I'll just play it, not like necessarily to go in depth with it, but I'll just play it. Well, we always do this. Let's go. Yeah. So this is in this trailer. We see Jax, you know. Oh, that, that, his, that's um, a dude from uh, uh, was Supergirl too. Yeah. <laughs> so Bihan, I think, right? Who's the villain version of Sub Zero? I believe so. This feels like real though. Like it doesn't like feel CGI. It mm-hmm. feels like they went to real locations. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't, they went they, they built used, like sets. Mandalorian type of yeah. technology. Yeah. And it's not whitewashed. It's not. <laughs> I like how we're, they're finally learning yeah. that whitewashing shit is just well, not us, but <laughs> fucking. Hollywood. No, I'm just saying Hollywood. On yeah, yeah. So people. Yo. That's fire, the, literally. The dragon thing is going to be... The- Goro looks really good. Oh my god, I didn't even yeah. see Goro. Look at that. I forget if it was Patty who said it, but someone said, the get over here is weak. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... Unless you <laughs> use your original voice actor or whatever. I mean, just like also doing that shit like in... In that mask. In the middle of a... In a that fight. and also in the middle of a fight. In fight in the warehouse, way. yeah. Bro, the it's just gonna be off. fact that yeah. they're doing fatalities though, like yeah. Oh. So like, it looks like reptile is actually, or a version, I guess, of reptile yeah. is dying. But I mean, there's, it's interesting that they have like reptile, like in that version, because he's straight up just like a standy uppy lizard thing. Yeah, somebody said they saw noob sabot, and I was like, mm. Cybot? Yeah. yeah, I was Sabot? like, sabot, sabot. Yes, sorry, Sabaj. You know me. The, this sequence where Cole Young, I think is his name, is in, lo- looking in the mirror and then he sees um, uh, Scorpion. It's like a hellfire demon type of thing. People are like, why are they connected? You know, like there's no reason for him to be connected in that way. And there's a theory, and I'm pretty sure I sent it to Eric today. That or I sent it to you. Or I could, yeah, Either whatever. One. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, it, it, there's a theory that Cole is the younger brother of Sub-Zero, or at the very least, a young descendant of Sub-Zero. Or Scorpion. Kwai Liang? Yes, Kwai Liang, yeah. Um, and the theory is just... Uh, it's because, like, that's connected, and also because, like, um, there's the fight sequence between Sub-Zero and... Um, what's his face? Uh, Scorpion. There's He's literally in the back. Cole's, like, hanging out. Like, you'll see it in just a sec. For that. Oh, that ice wall is really good, though. That looks so. So right, right as he pulls him in, you'll see him in the background. He's right here. So like he's in that near that fight sequence. So there's a chance that like 
if I can find Noob Saibot. Um, it's where he's entering, like, through a portal or something. Fi- by find Noob Saibot, I mean, like, what is potentially him. Because we don't really know that it is him or not. But, yeah, obviously, if you guys know the, the lore of Mortal Kombat, Noob Saibot is... Behan. The Sub-Zero. Wait, is yeah. it the... Behan. The evil Sub-Zero? Yeah, yeah the Behan. first one. Okay. I say obviously, but even I don't <laughs> fucking know this one. This shot. So there's a chance that that's uh, uh, Noob Saibot. So we'll we'll get the death of the original Sub-Zero and the rebirth. And then maybe the new character who, who like I said, is theor- what the fuck? Who's theorized to be uh, the younger Sub-Zero or the, the little brother, young descendant, whatever, will be like, will you know, he'll evolve into that. So there, because there's clear, clearly some some like connection with Sub Zero and uh, I mean um, Cole and um, Scorpion. Something um, bringing Quan Chi, if they're bringing a new. They type could. Of- I mean, they could honestly. They don't even have to cast, and they could just do a voiceover type of situation. Yeah. Because I mean, this is a new character. There's there's no one really like him in the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, he's he's made to be our window into this universe. So I guess it could be explained that he is the new Sub Zero. And it, it's interesting that we we don't follow uh, Kung Lao, not Kung Lao. Uh, Liu Kang. Kang. Liu Kang. Jesus, I always get them confused because of the. They're cousins, the aren't they? <laughs> That's your department, Julian. Are they related? No, they're so, uh, they're no, both they're trained on the same master. They're friends in okay. the same oh, Shaolin okay. Temple. There you go. So like, not the hat one, the one with the fire. <laughs> yes, Liu Kang. Yeah. Liu Kang. That's his name. Jesus Christ! I've not played Mortal Kombat in a long time. I played so Liu Kang was the. Uh, oh, that was a great game. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I played it with Carlos. Um, so that that uh, it's interesting they're not actually following him because he's normally the main character in the Mortal Kombat stories, um, and even in the original movie and the video games, like he's normally the one. So it's interesting that they're like moving past that and just using a different character. Yeah, and um, they're taking it slow. Like even though there's a lot of characters yes. in this one, they look like they're taking it slow. It doesn't feel like a Street Fighter, like put every character in the in the one movie or whatever. It feels like they're taking their time. It feels like you'll see focus on Sub Zero, some focus on Scorpion and the new character. Um, and I and like it, I think people will evolve. And we don't even see uh, what's his face, uh, the actor, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cage. There you go. Oh yeah, like that. that's so. that's good though. Yeah, that's because they're whole. They're they're, they're going slow. And that's a whole sequel, though. You can save Johnny. Oh yeah, yo, these fatalities are gonna. So I, I'm confused if that's actually reptile or not, because it could be just reptiles species, or it could be literally just reptile getting like his heart cut, <laughs> cut out. I mean, I'm assuming by this time, reptile species are wiped out. He's the only one left, I think. Yeah, yeah this, I don't know. That might that might be it. Like yeah. the species getting wiped out too. Yeah, that, that could be that could be Kane doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or it could be Chameleon. So, I don't think so. The fact that he says that, that Kane reptiles. <laughs> uh, so coming out April sixteenth, we literally have like three like review back to back thing situations happening next month. That's great. We got Godzilla. <laughs> we have a show that we just watched today. I won't really reveal what it is. Snyder cut. Uh, and we we have Snyder cut, and then this. So that's four. Jeez. But on the same month, they're all close together. They're, all they're close. just close. Yeah, they're like a lot of back to back. But uh, this is obviously rated R, so this is going to be a different experience. Thank God. 
than any like other Mortal Kombat things live action wise. Because we did, I remember there was. I'm gonna close it. I remember there was this um, the thing with um, the web series which people liked and some people didn't. I don't remember because I remember the the explanation was for Raiden's powers was that like he was in a mental hospital and they were like, oh, you're a god, ha 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 ha, <laughs> and then it turned out to be that he was. <laughs> so it's just really weird. I, I don't understand that like hesitance. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for straight up news. Sorry, I took over there for a bit. <laughs> I've been Ooh. taking over this whole news. Don't worry. Uh, so now we can move on to the topic. All right. Uh, what, what? Tones, reintroduce us to the topic since oh, uh, right. this is your idea. So this time around, we are talking about our favorite romantic comedy projects. Yes. So that can be either a show or a movie or whatever. Or I think this time <laughs> around, I think this time around, we just did shows and movies. So... And uh, just going through, we're just going to talk about, like, you know, what they are, obviously, what they're about, and, you know, why why we vibe with us, why we enjoyed it, um, you know, why we wanted or didn't want the main characters to be together. Yeah, you know, like, did, did the relationship seem realistic to you? And just overall, did, the, did it age well? So that being said, yes, I'm going to start off talking about mine, which was uh, Golden Time, which is an anime. And uh, Golden Time is a show that takes place in... Unlike most uh, romantic comedy, anime romantic comedies, takes place in college instead of high school. So, um, was this a show or a movie? Yeah, this is a show. This is, okay. um, I believe it's like 20 something episodes. Can you send a gift for an image? Oh, I was about to do I that. Yeah. <laughs> can do that. I just need to find it. Speaking of that, I completely it. forgot because, uh, uh, Patty wasn't here to remind me. Tell her this is. <laughs> yep. Uh, we do have a Discord server which we're doing all this uh, in um, where we're recording. And okay, uh, look at that! I leveled up. I <laughs> leveled up. <laughs> I mean, you can join the Discord server. Uh, link will be in the description. It's uh, like a community server. Literally, what we talk about on the podcast. Um, but yeah, move on. Let's go. Let's go. I want to talk about this because this looks interesting. <laughs> so this show is about a. The main character is a guy named Tarabani. And um, it starts out and you realize that he doesn't have his memories. He has amnesia and he's starting college and he's pretty much just trying to start fresh. He's just like, I don't know who I am, what I'm about, but I'm going to discover myself in college. I'm literally a blank slate and it's done very well because he's a blank slate for a reason. And he's a very good counter to the main uh, female uh, lead, who is uh, Kaka Koko, who is... The exact opposite. She has everything planned out. She knew, she mm. says, uh, I'm going to go here for high school, here for middle school, here for high school. I'm going to go to college here. Uh, I'm she planned do all this the way my back life. to middle school. <laughs> She's planned her whole life out. Jeez. And there is her like childhood friend who she was in love with, who she said, I'm going to marry you. I was like, no, I'm, I don't want to be spun around at this. I don't think of you that way. Um, so I'm going to go to this different college so that you won't come with me. And I'm gonna start my own life, and that's the that's the guy in the second picture. So, uh, the blonde guy. Yeah. So okay. Bonnery meets him, and uh, they hit it off. They become friends. But at the end, by the end of the first episode, Kogo comes in, and sm- actually, let's see if I can find a gif of it. Uh, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Can't believe you leveled up for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate you. I gotta check my rank let's later. Let's see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I Actually, it has to be now. somewhere. It's such a good gif. It's such a good scene. So there is a at the by the end of the episode, um, 
Kagakoko slaps the um her childhood friend with a a bouquet of roses repeatedly because she tried to run away. And that's that's Bonri's first impression of Coco, this like pretty much insane girl who Oh, here it is. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh my god. God damn. Yeah. That's so it loops. <laughs> yeah. So Coco's come from a rich family. She's pretty much gotten everything in her life. And that's kind of why she's the way she is. But uh, as the show goes on, the two uh, kind of rub off on each other. They open up to each other. Uh, Bonri obviously doesn't have any memories of his past. So he's just trying to make new memories. And uh, Coco, even though she tries really hard to pursue uh, her childhood friend, eventually gives up. And she kind of starts using Bonri as like a like emotional like punching bag. And by like the fourth episode ish, Bonri isn't okay with that. So he kind of just like, hey, it's either I like you, but if we're gonna continue, you need to like treat me the same like the way that I'm trying to treat you, like with the same sincerity. And he like kind of like cuts her off for a second. And she's like, no, I don't want that. I want to have a relationship with you. And that's where the whole relationship starts. And from there on, there's a bunch of crazy antics. They go, they almost get, you know, get into a cult. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I think that was like the third episode. Yeah. Where they like almost join a cult. Um, there's that. They go to the beach and stuff. They, uh, uh, she ends up, they end up going to a concert together and she like kind of just like lets loose and goes crazy. But um, it's a bunch of cute stuff. I would say the only like, the main thing that you need to keep in mind is that since Bonnery has amnesia, they kind of use his like past memories as like in a sort of metaphorical way where it shows up as a ghost. But the ghost also like like acts out at times and it like does stuff to Bonnery, like the real Bonnery. And it's weird and I don't get it because it's supposed to be a metaphor and then it becomes like like it's haunting him like real haunting him instead of just like oh you know these are memories you have it's like oh i'm literally like almost forcing you to drive off a, a drive off a cliff which that does happen but that's besides the point and we look past that because the show is cute <laughs> and it even does the thing where it hand where it you know it, it tackles the whole like hey you know we're we're a couple we want to we want to do stuff together whether you know you know go go step further and they tackle that and it's cute because even though Coco's getting better about, you know, planning out her life, but she's like, hey, when, when we have our first time, I want to do it in Paris. But there's a scene where she, like, kind of, like, hap- like she's not really good with her, like, handcrafts, but she, like, um, like gets a clay, she makes, like, a clay version of uh, the Eiffel Tower, and it's really shitty. But she's like, hey, you know, I want to take that's her relationship a step though. further. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cute. They handle it in a really <laughs> cute way, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Because it's really cute. Actually, let's see if I can find... <sighs> so so yeah she like that's like the thing she made it's really cute (laughs) but in short the show is really cute i really like it and why did i vibe with it um i guess i mean that's really why i vibe it's just really adorable the the characters are very endearing you know it's not afraid to like so i showed the uh the the he's my boyfriend thing because he does bonry does that twice like a girl's kind of harassing his friend trying to be like hey you know you should go out with this like you know like an like a um older classmate or something and he's like no i, I really don't want to and then bonry comes in to save the day and he's like hey 
this is my boyfriend. Stop fucking with him. Just to like get her off his ass. And it's <laughs> stuff like that. It's like there's these all these cute little things, but it's also because it's college, it's all about reinventing yourself and learning who you are. And I think that theme really hits home when you're watching it for the first time. It's like, okay, all these people are out there trying to learn who they are. And it's, you kind of take that to heart and you realize, okay, you know, this is something I can take to my own life. What did you, did you watch this like recently around the same time? No, I was going to say around the same time. That you started college? No, I watched this back, way back in high school. This was high like school? one of the okay. first animes I watched. Oh. This was very early on in my anime watching experience. <laughs> so this show is kind of uh, compared to another show called Toradora, which is like a high school rom-com because it's mm. made by the same studio. But me, per- I just, this show's better. Like I watched it first, <laughs> so obviously I have bias, but yeah. I, I think the Toradora is all about two people learning that they like each other. While this show is two people um, forming a relationship, building on that relationship, and learning about themselves through that relationship and the relationships they have with others. Mm. And it's just, yeah. Also, <laughs> other important note is, the, um, so I talked about how like Bonnery's a blank slate and how I think that's good um, because it makes them more carefree and like go on with the flow. Um, but... It's also important because when before Bonnie loses his uh, memories, he's like a crybaby kid. Like he tries to confess to this girl he liked in high school who he ends up meeting back in college afterwards. But he doesn't realize it's her, obviously. But he um, the reason why he gets amnesia is because he's waiting. He goes to a bridge and like waits for her reply. And he like gets run over by a, like run over by like a guy in a like a like a moped and like falls off the bridge. But it's just like the the contrast between like Bonnery before he gets amnesia and Bonnery afterwards is uh it shows like two they're pretty much two different characters at that point. And I like that disconnect. Um so I guess I'll go on to why will I did or did not want the main characters together. This is an interesting question. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Most either. people like from what I've heard, a lot of people like Lisa, aka the girl that he confessed to back in high school more. But I like Coco. I think so. I like their relationship a lot. And I think they're really cute because of like, you know, they're polar opposites. Like one obviously plans out everything. The other one is like trying to figure, you know, figure out life and go with the flow. And I think they build off each other and they take from each other and they counteract each other enough that they can both um, like make up for each other's weaknesses. And I throughout the show, they do that. And it's really cute. And I, I just think that at the end of the day, they have a really like cute and wholesome relationship and they're able to work out a lot of things because of those differences and because they are looking at stuff. They're able to look at stuff from their own perspective, mm-hmm. but also because they've been with each other, they're able to see into the other person's perspective as well. That's interesting. <laughs> and do you, do, do you know where it's still uh, sh- streaming on? Um, It... I think it was on Hulu. I don't know if it still is. It's definitely on like Crunchyroll or something. But I will. Ch- I'm gonna check that. Right. Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. It might be on Fun. I'll check if it's on Funimation. Uh, I don't know because I don't think it was Funimation who did this. So yeah, I think it's just on Crunchyroll. You can. Oh yeah, so it's 24 episodes. Um, but it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, the show goes through. I think like their first two years of college. But I really like it. 
Coco's cute. She's really annoying at first, but then she becomes really endearing. It's kind of like <laughs> how, it's, it's kind of like my relationship with Lance. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because she becomes a person instead of just like this like rich this rich asshole. Instead of just being like that, where she's like she gets whatever she wants, she learns like how to fucking cooperate and compromise. <laughs> how to be humane. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think the relationship is realistic because, uh, or actually, no, I didn't say that. So do I think the relationship is realistic? Yes. <laughs> I think that. However, they... come <laughs> no, 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 this is, no, just, this, 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 is a, this is none of that. This is a um, straightforward I mean, answer. Yeah. This is yeah. Really kind of like what I was saying before. Like they, they work off each other. They are obviously they have fights. They get into, they get into bickers. Um, but at the end of the day, they love each other so they they come back and they're like they you know they work it out they talk it out they're all they're not the same person they don't have they don't come from the same backgrounds but that's okay and that's cute <laughs> and we like that did the show age well <laughs> i was gonna ask that question you beat me to it <laughs> so um i think it aged well i think this the show has definitely especially like coming back to it after uh going to college and like you know this is Ooh, like the reinventing yeah. period like i can definitely relate to it more now like i still like i loved it from the very beginning it's, it's, it's always been my favorite um my favorite like romance anime but i can definitely relate to the Your themes ship. more now <laughs> and um like it still looks nice like um sentai uh filmworks like the studio behind this has been was always like hit or miss with their animation but this one was definitely like it's a it's a, a cutesy up. yeah well not even that it's just like a cutesy like it works for what it is oh it's not, at the end it's of the not, day and it didn't really matter it just it was yeah it, it works for what it was it's like a cutesy gotcha. art style it's, it definitely works for the for the genre mm-hmm. and I mean the soundtrack does its job it's nothing you know remarkable but when you this show is mostly about its story and you know the characters more than anything again going back to the thing about characters. Um, Legacy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, just my just my character fetish. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I didn't go back to the show and watch it because I just can't see through shows anymore in general. <laughs> How long but is it? It's twenty four episodes. It's one season. This is why yeah, me and him are no longer friends. He can't watch those. Oh, I dude, I literally tried to watch uh, Lovecraft. I don't want to hear. I just can't. I don't want to hear. <laughs> We're not talking. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> Me and Eric are no longer family. <laughs> we got feud in the cast now. God damn it. Okay, let's get uh, age well. Yes, it did. Okay, who's next? All right, my turn, I guess, if we're going to uh, transition like that. <laughs> All right, Brandon. You guys uh, made it weird. My favorite, my favorite one. Right, Brandon, so what, my, uh, my rom-com yes. that I have chosen for this Everyone's week. beating me to it. <laughs> is... Because we're already yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. If you weren't Word. shocked. Yeah. So the synopsis of Crazy Rich Asians. There's his girlfriend and boyfriend. They live in New York together, mm. but the boyfriend is secretly rich. All right. If you're looking at my camera, you can see quotations that I'm doing my fingers, right? But the girlfriend doesn't know. And so they take a trip. Wait, wait, wait. So he, he secretly is rich? rich? Yeah. He sec- his he sec- family he is like- rich. Yes. He doesn't want to tell his girlfriend that he's rich. That he has money. Gotcha. He he basically shares his her Netflix, you know, pays her wives to see. He's trying to he's trying to live on his own, f- like for the first time. 
Mm-hmm. They've been they've been together for a year. They take a trip to China because his best friend is getting married. And oh. during this trip, he also he's also you know introducing his girlfriend to his family, his crazy ass family. Uh-huh. And he she's basically getting tested in a way, getting to know the family, but it doesn't it doesn't really go so well because people don't like her. Because by people, I mean the females don't like her because they think she's a gold digger, blah, 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 because he has money. And, you know. So I just, I'll just say this right now. Any dude, any, any dude, any like female or dudes, whatever, that will end up with him, they're just automatically a gold digger? That's kind of fun. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how they thought, right? And <laughs> the mother doesn't really like her at first. But you know, towards the end of the movie, she she grew on him. And oh, I didn't say this, but um, when in China, he wanted to propose to her mm-hmm. because he he loves her very much. He wants to start a life together, and he never really you know had this feeling for another uh, significant other before. But throughout this movie, you get to see you know not just his own problems that he's going through. You see his his you know his crazy cousins going through some weird stuff, and or his uh his grandmother and you know stuff like that. And the mother ends up making the girlfriend feel bad and she ends up breaking up with him and wanting to fly back home. But her best friend makes her talk to her mother, talk to the boyfriend again, and they come with an elaborate way to say, fuck you, mom. This is my life. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna live it the way I want it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, be with who I want to be. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm gonna start my own life. And you know, towards the end of the movie, she she started realizing that you know her young her young boy is a young man now, and you know makes her own decision. And he get she she basically gives a blessing to to the girlfriend and be like, girl, okay, yeah. you could join this family of crazy rich Asians. Yes, I said the name in the movie. <laughs> now the reason why this he movie vibe he with me. It's because of the cast, right? Mm-hmm. This cast made me vibe with it. Uh, Henry, you Gold- go through- Henry Golding, oh. Ken Jung, even though he's in there for like five minutes, Ken Jung even like a worth, <laughs> a really worthy five minutes. Jimmy Yang, Jimmy Yang made an awesome Aquafina, you know? Oh, that's you know what's his name? Yeah, Aquafina. You know no, what? No, no, Constance Wu. Yeah, that's that's the that's oh. the that's the uh, the girlfriend. <sighs> I forgot she was in this. My bad. <laughs> you know what's funny? Remember Brad from uh, Far From Home? He's yeah, in I it. See his, I see his face. He's 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 a film director in the movie, but he's a he's a you know a pretty bad acting girlfriend in it. What's his name? The dude that directed it directed a lot of good stuff. Was John M. Cho? Uh, yeah, yeah. Another reason why I vibe me because like it's just well one because I was on a plane to. China actually at the time to go to Thailand. So I was just, you know what? I had nothing else to watch on the plane. I watched almost every single movie. So, you know what? Let me watch this one too. So, you know, that shit vibed with me. And then two, it's just a movie full of Asian people. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm one for the culture. <laughs> now that you're done with the vibe, you know, like uh, main characters. I did. I did want the main character to stay together because <laughs> yes, he was very wealthy, but he wanted to show his family that, you know, he doesn't need the family's well to survive on his own, but also, also, the girlfriend, right? She she grew up not so wealthy. She was raised by a single mother that had multiple jobs, so called single mother, right? But the the the, the, the you, you can watch on Hulu if you want to find out. But 
Yeah, she had a. She literally had a. She worked her way up to where she is now, you know, with a job and all that. And not knowing for the longest time ever that he was wealthy, you know, stuff like that. It's just they, 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 they found a way to be together even with not knowing he had money, stuff like that. So did they really? Did the relationship seem realistic to me? I think it really does seem realistic to me, because, well, it's just like you know, if you think about it, you know, money isn't always everything. So the fact that he was trying to prove it that you know, it's not just because of the money that I didn't, I didn't want to be with you, or she was saying like you know, I don't like you just because of the money. I like you for you, type of vibe. But also it's just you know, she's not really fully Asian. You know, she American Asian compared to the the um the the boyfriend, and. If you didn't know this, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know this, but in Asian cultures, some some families don't allow Asians to date other, you know, races. And or so when they came of... to get yeah, outside okay. the outside the um their uh whatchamacallit culture. Mm-hmm. So when the mother found out that she was Asian American, she didn't really like her because of that, because of the American side. But mm-hmm. she slowly had to realize that, you know, it's not just that, it's just how she treats her son and how happy it makes. And for, for the last question, I don't, I don't really know how to, like, I guess it's aging well because it came out in 2018 and it's, it's only been out for three years. So I guess it's aging, aging well. Well, as if of this say, point. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's been, it's it's got nice reviews, high stars. I think at the time, know? it was um, it was seen as this, like, great, like, leap forward because of the cast. Yeah. Because they, like, it, it was... 99 percent asian yeah i was gonna say it's very similar to like the black panther cast that's what movies. i was gonna say mm-hmm. i was like it's the black panther of asian yeah, i mean it, I, I think in that respect yeah it did age well because i mean that like that got a lot of people's attention and um and I, in that in that regard specifically i think that yes it did age well it just made it more it just it made it like pristine it went through all the <laughs> spectrums you know happy moments sad moments extremely lit moments some drama moments, you know? It, was, it just seems like an actual, like... Moment moments? Yeah, like a lot some of moments movie. into one movie. It was cool. Full of just Asians. That's good. Yeah, I think, uh, anything else you want to add? I think, you know, I think without spoiling anything, I, could, I think that's... that's it, yeah. I, I, re- I really want to see this. Where's where's this at? Uh, Hulu, it's I think. It's not Hulu. Hulu? Is, it, is, like is this one movie? of these movies that is locked? No. No, okay, no, no, no. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, Patty would have been upset <laughs> if you wanted to see it. <laughs> He's like another one. Yeah, um, without without spoiling anything, I think that's all I have to say. Because if I say something more, I definitely will spoil it. Shut up, then. I know that's why. Yeah, that's shut all up. On. <laughs> I thought you said shut up, Danny. Danny. We're gonna watch it after this. All right. Yeah, we are. <laughs> all right. Now I'm gonna have to say this again because oh it's God. one of those. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Is now, I'm going to probably think... like hit most of these all at once. Okay. At least definitely the first two. Oh, you didn't send a gift, Brandon. Yeah, I was about to. God. <laughs> all right, let, 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 okay. let, let's so, keep transitioning. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay. The show I'm doing is called The World That God Only Knows. It's about this kid who is, I believe, 17 at the time. In high school, his name is Katsuragi Kaima, and he is a gamer, and that's why I vibe with him. He is a gamer. <laughs> he is um, a reason as any. Hold on, I have, a, I have a few gifts for this. Hold on. Ooh. And um, he is... <laughs> he has a form of oh. Ultra Instinct called Conquest Mode, where he just goes all out 
a few angles. My man, my man is going. He has a six mode. monitor setup with like over like fifty yo. consoles. And, uh, yo, he's honestly, going. Yo, <laughs> going him. X Games mode, bro. When, when he was a kid, he managed to play four different rom coms and completed them. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that he only plays rom coms because all other games are inferior. But he also hates three D women. So like oh, he's such a he's such a mixed Perish. bag. He only likes women and dating sims. So okay. this is where this is where it gets fun because he gets an email through his PFP because you know branding. Um he gets an email asking if he's a god of conquest. And as soon as he responds to it, he actually signs a contract with a demon. Oh to um Recover loose souls that left hell. And his partner... Oh, God. Hey, you leveled up. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Mog. And his partner is named Elsie. She has a longer name. I don't feel like getting it. But, um, Got it. <laughs> she is a demon that almost failed her classes, but she has been put on the loose souls team to recover loose souls, and she has Kaima as a partner because you need a human in order to recover loose souls. And their method of recovering loose souls is through love. And so what this entire show is, at least the first two seasons, is Kaima using his knowledge of playing rom-coms to conquest actual girls by setting up events and eventually like ending it with a kiss so that the demon is pushed out of their heart through the power of his love, or at least their love for him. Um, I don't know how far I can go with the plot itself. Is it, but, um, how old is it? How old is it? 2012. Uh, 2012 is the years? first season, and it ended in 2013. No, eight. Yeah, nine. nine? Yeah, nine. Math. Well, if you, if you want to say something, you can put a spoiler tag right now. Um, I won't put the spoiler tag up right now. I will okay. continue to explain a little bit more. I know... That when they recover loose soul, they lose the memories of the conquest. So when he like, you know, frees a girl of a loose soul, they don't remember, you know, them dating at all. That's a little neat feature oh. that he has. But the only other problem is that that part of the heart that was filled in is still filled in by him, but they don't know it. That plays a little bit in like how some of the women act towards him, at least a little bit in season two. And as you can see, there are like parts where the show is just, you know, ridiculous and funny. Yeah, his... that, that gift where he's typing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that he's playing. Funny. He's decided to break his record. On the last episode of the first season, he decided to play 24 consoles at once, beating all of his games, all of his Damn. new games. He did put a number on it, but he's playing 24 consoles at once because recovering loose souls took too much time from him. Because at this, at this point, he conquered four loose souls. And it's like one of them was an idol. So, like, it's just a lot of work to do for him in general when he literally only wants to play games. I mean, like, that's all he does. Um, the next right, so, question. Yeah. yeah. Why did you or did you not want the main characters to be together? I'm just going to put... So in your case, what what pairing did you want? Because obviously yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's a harem, it's a, so there really isn't one unless there, <laughs> okay. it, it, we can't all be headcanon. Like, 
Okay. Yeah, we can't all be like freaking. What's it it's called? A lot. <sighs> this one makes it really hard. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the Yakuza one. Can't all be like that. Okay. May I divide it into like... seasons and have one true one? Each season. I'm going to do the seasons quickly. The first season, oh, okay. there's this one library girl. She's shy and quiet, but she has the same mentality where she hates everyone but loves doing what she does. The second season is a student teacher who tries too hard to make everyone happy. And then again, you know, learns a fact of reality. And then the last one, I will put up the spoiler tag now because the third season kind of hits the fan. It's Chihoyo, where in season two, um, the main character actually tried to hook her up with another boy because she likes to try to go out with a lot of men and she gets rejected a lot. So the main character tries to get her with another man so that someone else frees the loose soul in her body. She ends up like before like the night she was supposed to kiss him. She just doesn't do it. She says, I'm not interested in the guy anymore because she's then interested in Kaima in that episode. Takama then has to chase her down and then freeze the loose soul within like that night, which then makes it more complicated with the third season where, you know, where I said before, she's like the one girl that had true feelings beyond the use of a goddess. And then he like felt actual pain because he had to, he had to deny her because he had a bigger like job to do to like free these goddesses to save the world. So in the end, uh, if I can get the name up again, Chihiro Kosaka is the girl I believe he should end up with only because he put an actual emotion in this guy and actually made him cry out of like the three seasons that he had. <laughs> wow. Now, the relationships, I will say none of these relationships are actually realistic, personally. <laughs> um. He's going off his experience in rom-coms. Now, I'm not saying that... Okay, this is bad to say. I'm not saying that it's bad to go off rom-coms, mainly because he's played just about every rom-com that he can get his hands on. So he has experience, question mark. But I feel like the way he's doing it is so weird, But which is why I like it, because it's really stupid. And in the end, it kind of just works. And did it age well? I would say, depending on who watches it, it might not, you know, bode oh. well. Not bode well. <laughs> it might not. Some people might, might not, not like be their this cup show. of tea. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It might not vibe with it. It <laughs> might not vibe with it. Like I like it because he's a gamer and he's going. He has to literally go outside his comfort zone because he has to fill a contract or he dies. I feel like people will see this as, oh, he's just dating every woman and just like. Well, he has a job to do. So it's probably a mixed bag, but I feel people not liking it. To me, it sounds like he's a hustler. He he's is for work. It's a job. Yeah, he's literally he's yeah. not even being paid. He's a hustler he's, for hire. Yeah. yeah, he's not even being paid. He's literally <laughs> being forced to be a hustler. But yeah, he's, he's a hustler being a hustler. For life. That's what it is. <laughs> Basically. I mean, technically, it ends once he captures all the loose souls. Which is over a hundred thousand, but you know, Jesus. Did they pull a Charlotte? Where at the end they just had a montage of him doing it in like the last like episode. No, okay, all of it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. And you know what I'm talking two, about, right? 
where yeah. he like just gets all the power. He just goes across fucking the world and then just gets everybody's power and then just loses himself. No, okay. What actually pisses <laughs> me off is that they skipped him trying to bring like the loose souls off of a fifth view woman who later become plot relevant, and that pissed me off. Because out of like the ones that they missed, like two of them were goddesses. So that is a big oversight by the anime itself because they are mentioned and actually done in the, in the manga and the novel. This, this is a very interesting. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so why no, I like this. <laughs> that's why I had to rewatch it. It is re-watch. anime. Yeah. I just had to make sure I had my facts right. I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot that season. The third season hits different. But yeah, that is me. That is me. That is me. This is me. Yeah, Dan jump next. <laughs> all right, Danielle. All right. Hey, so, we can all talk about this one. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> put them in some perspective. Um, before we started recording, we a uh-huh. little bit of a watch party for my movie and something else we might talk about later in the in the couple uh-huh. months. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, mine is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Now. Technically, it is. It does have some action. Technically, that is there, but it is at its core a story about romance and has a lot of comedy. You know, <laughs> as we Hence all romantic as we all, comedy, as we all saw. Yeah, so we basically all just ended up seeing uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, so let me see. Uh, synopsis. Um, so the, it takes place in uh, Toronto. And we follow like this rock band, uh, with the 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 not the guitarist, the bass player, uh, Scott Pilgrim, the who, main character, the main character, yes, who has basically not not necessarily been doing anything for the the past year, but like he got dumped by uh someone who we later learn, uh, like is rich, famous, and like kind of like didn't care about him that much, and so he got dumped, and he's on his sort of rebound area. And he's in a relationship with what's her name? Knives, knives something. No, knives. it's knives something. Knives Chow. 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 We just watched this movie. Y'all. So that so this is the the weird shit that that is weird. Like that didn't age well. Like well, I'll get to that. Actually, should I say that now? Or? Yes. Yeah. Just okay. preface it. It's part of it. <laughs> so I didn't. I forgot. I completely like. Why don't we watch this? At Brandon's house like a couple of years ago, but I completely forgot. But uh, Knives is seventeen-year-old high school student, and like that. It's the joke throughout the. Um, I mean, in in the he didn't do anything. He hasn't like done anything serious. But that's the joke throughout like the first like twenty minutes. This is Canada. Like though. his rebound. His like him kind of doing stupid shit has led him to take this decision to be with with knives oh, and it's great. like this is not exactly this is not like it's kind it's of not correct like, everyone like his sister's telling him like what are you doing people who know him from his, his school yeah everyone's like this is weird um but like he finds this other girl named ramona flowers who is basically literally his just his dream girl because he literally has a dream about her. And Jesus reincarnated just for him. <laughs> so like <laughs> the whole the whole like obstacle that he has to go through is to date uh, to date uh, uh, Ramona. He has to fight her seven evil exes, and he has to get through that to sort of get them off her uh, his back 
and sort of pursue the relationship. And there's some like ups and downs. There's some really like high class directing from Edgar Wright. Um, and like, it's just a lot of hijinks with like the fight sequences. It's so interesting and very definitely stylistic. And uh, I know you're muted right like now. Comical, Eric, but, uh, not yeah. comical, but comical. You, book this, style. If, if, right when we saw the, like the beginning, Eric and I were like, this guy could have directed Ant Man. He could have directed <laughs> Ant Man, y'all. He could have. Marvel, you think about it? it's hit him well, I mean, back. He was set. He was set to do it, oh and he left. God. He left for creative reasons. Bro. And it was. I know. I know. I think I know why. It's because they at the time he developed it around 2006, <clears> but when it came out, it was like 10 years later when Marvel's already established. So I think Marvel really wanted to cement certain things in the continuity wise. And he was like, nah. Let's keep it safe. Anyways, I'm not talking about Ant-Man. Um, <laughs> so why do I vibe with it? I mean, besides its comedy, I think the music is like really makes it shine a lot. Because it's it like, I think Eric was like, this is not normally what I would listen to, but it's really Oh, cool. yeah. It goes with the it was movie like, uh, where you vibe with it. Yeah. It's like punk rock, stuff like that. What was the uh, what were they called again? The, 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 the sex bombs. Yeah. Sex bombs. As, you know, like the, the Mario bombs. Yeah, it's, it has a really like cool aesthetic. It has like really nice music. Um, transitions very, very, very good. Like, as, like, like it's very stylistic, and I really like that. Um, let's see. Why did or did I not want the main characters to be the, together? So, see, here's the thing. Remember how I was telling Hear you like, there's out. like this, there's not, <laughs> there's like an alternate version of this, uh, the movie. Yes. Yeah. But tell the audience the the. The comic, because it is based on a comic, it was not done, or it was it was like the, the the story wasn't completed when this was out. So Edgar Wright and or whoever had to write it had to develop an ending. Um, I forget in the comic if, but I think in the comic he ends up with knives, but in this version he ends up with Ramona. And I think the only reason why he did it because throughout the story he's literally fighting other dudes to be with one girl and like i think f- at that moment it like it made sense um but i remember there's another like ending that uh, edgar wright was talking about like or something i forget it was sam or if it was the writer but like <laughs> at the end it's it's revealed like someone's watching a, like a tv broadcast and like so this crazy uh like 20 year old is like cracked out has been like messing <laughs> with people because he's because he's high he sees everything as a video game hmm so he's just been beating people up. <laughs> That's literally like their their explanation of how to how that happened. Um, so damn, before you go on, do you want to know something that's funny? What's up? You know, you know how your brother tells you to watch Full Metal Alchemist. And yeah. You know, and you know how there's Brotherhood. Yeah. Legacy. The original Full Metal Alchemist was made before the manga ended, so they remade it. They made they made Brotherhood just to go along with the manga ending. What? Yeah. So that's why there's huh. Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, that makes it's pretty sense. much just like a retelling of like what actually happened in the manga and what the God. author meant for how for meant for the way it ended. Uh, so you basically I should watch both. Um, or just Brotherhood. Okay. <laughs> like um, I, mean, I know he's gonna say that. I knew it. Just make your life easier. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not really worth watching the first. Filmo- one. Yeah, the, the original one at this point. Okay. Um. So I didn't really answer the question. Did it? Did I want them to be together or not? I think like 
I think this is the only question that like really like stumps me while I was watching the movie, and even when I chose to do this movie, because I'm like, I feel bad for Knives throughout the entire like Film. for what like yeah, but like once they uh, um, Scott Pilgrim broke up with her, because like you just every time you see her, she's just like stalking him and being sad and like just looking at it with like these puppy eyes. I'm like, I real, I feel really bad, but like by the end of it, she grows into her own person to be able to literally fight a- alongside with him, not fight against him. And that moment it, by the end where she's like, oh, you know, like go get her, Tiger, or whatever, you know, like I'm like, you know what? I think they should this be. Works. <laughs> I think Ramona and Scott Pilgrim should be together because obviously the fucking thing I said at the beginning, you know, with knives and everything definitely <laughs> has a thing to do with it. But I think because uh, the seven evil exes and everything kind of mess with Ramona's perspective, like this is in the, in the movie, Scott even says like, this is, that's really sad for you to believe that I am the only nicest or the nicest person you've ever dated. It's kind of sad and everything. Because uh, it is kind of messed up. Uh, like everyone asshole. was a jerk. So, <laughs> um, so yes, I do believe they should be together. Uh, let's see. Did the relationship, the relationship seem realistic? Hell no. Uh, Have you met Michael Cera? <laughs> hell no. <laughs> no. Some of it, yes. Some of it, hell no. <laughs> Yeah, I think the bar sequence, most of it, oh, hell no. <laughs> some of it, yes. There you go. That's, that's a I think the bar there. sequence, when she's talking about like you know like you, you're being a jerk kind of thing and like oh welcome to the the real world or whatever. I think that that like talk was interesting to to like bring up because you know we've Scott just being a dick, but like to be funny, and then at this moment where he got drunk off like barely one drink, and you see him like kind of his emotions kind of come out in the moment of his frustration. Like, what do I have to keep doing? This is kind of stupid. Like, uh, this is not, I don't want to do this kind of thing. Um, so I think that's probably the most realistic part. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, you know, it's a little bit of on and off kind of situations. Did it age well? <laughs> well, yo, we as can a answer film, that. Some people. As, as, a, <laughs> hey, as yo. a film, as an aesthetic, as casting. Hey, yo. Yeah, but I think some of the jokes. Some people might find this movie it's uh, a little bit offensive. <laughs> it's controversial. I, yeah, it was it, very controversial. I mean, the villain was a bit of a dick by the end of it. I mean, when did oh, the movie come out though? 2009, 10? Yeah, so that was yeah. You you were able to get away with a lot more. Ten shit, years though. ago, a lot of things that were said in there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 2010. So yeah, so and this must have been in production twenty two thousand nine. So yeah, um, yep. But I, I do nice think young lady. There's oh, I didn't send gifts. I had them prepared. This the joke where uh, Scott Pilgrim just jumps out of the window. <laughs> Yo, that was the that best. was that was the best moment. I uh, think my favorite part of the movie is Wallace. Just Yo, the entire every, every time he talks, it's gold. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like this sucks. Yeah, this sucks. Like, He's like ask, ask him everything. How, ask him how it is to get his sloppy seconds. That joint had me dying. <laughs> there was another part where, like, he, he, I think he was like talking about life. Like, oh, they sound different live. Like, dude, we just oh, watched yeah, the yeah. report. Like, you can see them live. They sound different live. Like, what? Yeah. That is live. 
Oh, Young you know, Neil. before I I go on, I Young Neil, yeah. Before I go on, I I will say the the part where we see like a a good moment between Scott and um, Kim, who's the drummer of the band. Uh, you know, who we learned that they have been in a relationship, but like in the past, it did not end well. We don't really know what exactly happened, but like that moment where they, he's like. I'm sorry, I was a jerk. At like by the end of it, where he like he gets his one up and he comes back to like fix everything, and like that's kind of like their moment. Their moment, like okay, I we we everyone needed this. This is good, you know. Like it, it kind of resolved a little bit of that tension between those two characters because it, she it was just kind of being an asshole them, but rightfully so. Um, yeah, I mean, like, did it all? Like I already answered. Did it whole? All, did it age well? No. Not completely. <laughs> it's a good watch, but it's <laughs> however, comma. <laughs> it's a lot of. It will get very canceled in this jet this time. <laughs> Controversial yeah. jokes. I will say, I fucking love Ramona Flowers, and I love oh Mary Elizabeth God. Winstead. She's gonna get her own episode, y'all. I can tell y'all that yeah. right now. <laughs> Yo, sky high. Uh, that's sky what high. we said. We've already, <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about this. We've planned this out. <laughs> uh oh, shit. I'm but down. yeah, I think that's it for me. Um, but you know what's crazy, I, Dan? Now that I think about it, what she shows absolutely like no emotion, nope. and she pulls By off the her of roles. How the hell did Brie Larson not pull off Captain Marvel? And this chick can pull off this. <laughs> like it don't make sense. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I don't get it. Oh yeah, Brie Larson is in this. Oh, this is by the way, this is a great cast. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of, of people that Marvel, Marvel DC Evans. heroes. Chris Evans, uh, yeah, Brie Larson, he looks nice. eagle eyebrows. <laughs> Brandon what's, Routh. What's the guy? Brandon Routh. Uh, uh, obviously. Uh, what the fuck was his I name? Just fucking Michael Sarah. Chris Evans was Michael Sarah. I was gonna say strap. Caesar Ramo, uh, Ramon. And, that's Joker from <laughs> the '60s Batman. Yeah. Uh, Anna Kendrick. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Anna Kendrick. Audrey Plaza. Uh, May Whitman, who was in that was what's her name, Roxy Duff. Yeah, Roxy, who was in Duff. I got you. Uh, that was her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, weird, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you. we got we got the dude from uh uh, uh my babysitter's a vampire, the vampire dude. Yeah. The <laughs> By the end of it, evil boyfriend. Yeah. You said Aubrey Plaza, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Hader was. He was the narrator. The narrator. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so it's. Great cast. Didn't age well. Yeah, great cast. Yeah, <laughs> damn. All right, that's enough of me. Yeah, yeah, great I, cast, I, I great can cast. keep talking. <laughs> uh, Julian. Okay. So I chose the anime Rascal is Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Gotta and say, tell- slow that down, buddy. <laughs> uh, okay, slower. All right. Called Rascal is Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. That good? <laughs> Better. Okay. And to tell you, the name has nothing to do with the show in general, basically. All right, so uh, so what's the synopsis? Synopsis, all right. So we meet our main, main character named Sakata Aizawa. He is a lonely person. He really talks to nobody. He only has, like, two friends. He's not a social person. And so at some point when he's in a library one time, he's just looking for a book for class, and he sees this girl in a buddy suit. And he's really confused. He's like, what the hell is this? So he, he's like, he follows her around for a bit. And she sees him. And she sees um 
the girl moving her hand around to other people. Yeah, like that. <laughs> she sees to see if anyone can see her. And so he looks at her and Sakata and Sakata is um he's like he looks at her and then she's like, Oh, you can see me? And she's like, Yeah, why are you in a bunny suit? He's like, just forget what you saw today. And then he recognized her because she's a celebrity named my named Misa. See if I pronounce this right. Sakura Jemai? Sakura Jemai. Yeah, I can't. Something like that. And he understands, he's like, why does nobody see you right now? So she's going through this thing that he likes to call, or they like to call on the show, puberty syndrome. Which is basically... He's getting a research out. Hold on. <laughs> I pulled out notes for because I forgot. I kind of forget the meaning. So basically, in the show, it's basically any wishes, insecurities, problems you have will basically manifest itself into something that you have to face every day. So since she's a celebrity, she deals like everyone notices her and she thinks she gets overwhelmed. And so she doesn't wish, want spotlight. Yeah. And so she gets overwhelmed. So she she like wishes that nobody could see her. Pretty syndrome being the bitch that it is, it manifests in that where she has to face it every day, where little by little people just stop seeing her. So Sakata notices this and he tries to help her out. And that's basically where the show goes on from. It does get resolved. But there's also a bunch of other problems that he deals with later, like with other girls and other puberty syndromes. And he deals with his own problems at the same time. So what do you vibe with it? I vibe with it because I say the emotion and writing that they put into it to me is great because the writing they put into Sakata, the main character, is, I say, great because the, not only was the acting <laughs> on point. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. You say it. The voice actor, the Japanese sub voice actor, did a great job of showing emotion for Sakata. The writers did a great job of how, expressing how he feels and what he does and what he deals with. Because there was this one scene that I, that I put out like a, I said, a spoiler on it, like saying it could, it's going to say a couple things that could show in the. Well, well actually, is this how, how, how old is this anime? Uh, Did it come out like out last year, like, or the year before. So, if it's very recently, we'll put a t- p- p- spoiler tag right now. All right, and so like don't listen years. up until this. Yeah, up until we say so. <laughs> I'll put. I don't, no, know, okay. sense. I don't know. Go ahead. So, in one of the arcs where he has to deal with his little sister's puberty syndrome, he her sister loses his memories for what happened for the last two years, so he's upset by this. And he like has a mental breakdown of what happens. So then once he goes home, he meets a oh a girl that he met a long time ago. It's uh is it what was her name? Shoko. Yeah, her name was Shoko. And he helps him out try to get through it and he just breaks down because he's like I I can't put this. He breaks down because he's like, I'm supposed to be strong for my sister, I'm supposed to help her out. And the way he broke down was really saddening it hurt. <laughs> And basically, the emotion that shows everything else in it is great to me. What was the other question? Uh, why, like, why did it the the why didn't you or did you want the main characters to be together? Well, like I said, as the show goes on, you can see that Sakata and um Misa grow upon each other, and you can see the things they you can see the things they do for each other that are basically crazy. Sakta is so while she was going through her puberty syndrome, apparently, if anybody fell asleep trying to like knowing her, they, the next morning they would forget her basically. Oh, so they're like, 
So Jeez. there are like multiple people who fell asleep who knew about her and then forgot her the next morning and didn't know she was exist she existed. So he stayed up for about a week, a week or two, off of energy drinks and a bunch of other stuff. Until she put a sleeping pill so he could fall asleep because he was like draining his energy constantly. And she didn't want to do that. She didn't want that to happen to him. So the next morning, next morning he woke up and um, forgot her until he remembered because he wrote it in a diary, remembering everything. Did you think, you know, the relationship seemed realistic? Quote unquote. Relationship? <laughs> no, no. The fucking no. syndrome. It doesn't exist. <laughs> he met not only he met her by chance in a library, wearing a bunny suit, and she's also famous. It to me like that's well, I mean, that's, he's very lucky. Fucking put it on the nail. Like that doesn't exist. So <laughs> you don't go to a library to see a girl in a bunny costume. All I'm saying. You, Cap, you know, Captain America. You never know what can happen <laughs> nowadays. What if, what if you next thing you go to the library, you do see a girl in a bike costume? <laughs> well, when that pigs is, fly, you know? <laughs> Damn, when was the last time we went to the library? I don't fucking know. That's the most unrealistic part, going to I'd a like, library. Well, well, library. Well, that's what you, that's you took that away from it. <laughs> Not the bunny costume. I don't know if you said this or not, but like, what... What was she famous for? Was she uh She was a famous actress. She um, did uh, movies, TV shows, commercials. She basically everywhere. Where did you watch this on? Is it or you know, do you know if it's on other platforms? Yeah, um, I know it's on, this is Crunchyroll. on Hulu, I believe. I, it is on Hulu, it is on Crunchyroll, I think it is on Funimation. Funimation. Uh everything's on Netflix? Uh, no. No. Okay, no. No. But, uh, you know, it's on Hulu. I, I found it on there. Uh, so did it age well? Considering it even just came out recently like you were talking about? Yes, because how I say this. So in the beginning, it was people looked down on it. They would, how you say it? They never saw the show and they thought it was a terrible show. But once people, more and more people, like, start watching it, they start seeing it like, oh, yeah, this is great. So I think it did age well. Um. Well, I didn't. I mean, from what I remember, when it came out, people were praising it right off the bat because they were like, okay, because it, it, yeah, first, obviously, it looks weird because it's just a girl in a bunny costume, but it does, (laughs) but it handles, like, real issues, like, anxiety, like, depression, stuff like that, and it it handles those well. Wow, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah. I would say, if if you're, this show was different to anybody who has to, has has dealt with, um, insecurities problems or anything in their life during high school and you could see it through their, their story like you come to understand it there you go like you may maybe not been through the problems but you come to understand the problems it just works yeah it just works okay good job julian now with that done eric what it be what it be what you yeah, got man. Eric? all right so for my movie i chose kim kardashian superstar and no <laughs> What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, really got to act that up. That was a blooper. Time. That was a blooper. Oh, I'm sorry. God. I had to. Oh. I'm sorry. Didn't have enough fun last. They should have ended up together. No, I'm just kidding. All right, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> he finds a way. He finds a way every week. Every time. But aren't you glad I'm here? But go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. All right, all right, all right. So for don't let us for this you. week, I chose 
So my movie does not, it's not a comedic movie at all. It's nothing but tears. Yep, exactly. You got it. I live for these moments. All right. So I, I chose A Walk to Remember. Now, if you do not know what A Walk to Remember is, I'm sorry. It came out in 2002. I was maybe eight, what was I say, eight, six? I was two. I was six when this movie came I out. I was. Okay. Wait, when, what month did it come out? 2002. <laughs> Good conversation. Yep, I'm gonna look it up. 2002. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I said what month, not what year. I don't know. <laughs> uh, January. January. So I was watching yeah. Netflix That's right now, guys. Well. If you yeah. wanted to watch it, don't watch it. You're gonna cry. So it's on Netflix. So what, what? What am I doing? Synopsis. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. Jesus Christ. Where is it? So I can plagiarize it. All right. So it is about two, not one. But two <laughs> high school kids, right? One is a high school senior who is like, I don't want to say he's an asshole, but he's like one of those um, he's a jerk. teenage asshole. dudes <laughs> that are not jock, but like they're just dickheads. Yeah. Like if yeah. he's a tribe. Like his, his friend group is real weird to where they do he's like a- weird stuff to where, um, you say he's a jerk. You just, so you I don't want to say jerk though, like because there's an <laughs> extent to it. Yeah, like real arrogant. There we go. Damn, I couldn't okay. come up with the word. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> like they're just real arrogant. So he, um, him and his friends, they all go out one night, and I think they're at this pool, if I'm not mistaken, this abandoned pool, and they're like all jumping in the pool, and then one dude like jumps and like fucks up like he's like um what's the word for it fuck i can't my my train of thought is not working tonight he like has serious energy yeah he gets injured real serious and he gets caught the boy gets caught and they blame him for everything now (laughs) so he has to join a whole bunch of school stuff like extracurricular activities and do um, squares (laughs) <laughs> do um community service community service for ah, his mess okay. up thank you dan <laughs> so he joins like a theater club i want to say maybe it's a theater club and there's this young girl who's in the theater club she's real shy she's a church going girl um she's real innocent blah, blah. so she helps him learn lines for this um play that they have going on so the first thing she tells him in the play, like before they start rehearsing all that, the first thing she says is, do not fall in love with me. And he's like, yo, he's like, it's like, you think I'm about to do that? Like, what, what you mean? Do not fall in love with I'm me. I'm not going to have like, like, what's up with you? Why are you being weird? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so. So as it goes on, they start to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, his friends, like, since he's getting, like, tutored by her and stuff like that, his friends still make fun of her and all this stuff. He's, like, real chill. And then he gets to a certain point where he's like, yo, don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. One of the dudes try to, uh, uh, they, like, Photoshop her face on, like, I want to say a model's body, like, in a bikini. And they, like, like a grab make your fun model. of her. 
yeah and they're like oh i see why you mess with her blah 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 and then he like fights one of his friends and then he ends up losing that friendship and he's like i don't want them to do that to you blah blah, blah. it's not fair to you i don't like that so eventually they fall in love basically they <laughs> literally the fall one rule number one rule of yeah. life. don't fall and in love and she tells you i told you not fall to fall in love, in love with you blah, blah blah she loves him back so the reason why she said that they get close, this is spoiler warning. I'm sorry, but this movie came out it's 20 years, years ago. Old. It's all right. You're a lot. By this point, yeah. Netflix. So it's Mandy Moore is the girl and Shane West That's is the dude. That's what it was. Yeah. So she, um, the reason why she don't want people to fall in love with her, don't want anything is because she has cancer. She has leukemia. Oh. Yeah. So Yo, why do every oh. single why do all these films that have someone cancer or dying, bro? So she don't respond it's, well to she don't respond well to the treatment or nothing. Like it's just looking at that point. And um they get to know each other, they go on walks, they do things. Her father doesn't approve. He's like, You just want my daughter for one thing. I think I want to say he's a past a reverend, but I'm not sure. Pastor? I don't remember. Has he to do something with the church? Yeah, I think he's a reverend, but he's I'm not a reverend sure. Reverend or a pastor. Yeah. Pastor or reverend. You might be a reverend. We've said but, this line like three fucking times. <laughs> doesn't matter. But he doesn't, and then he sees that he generally cares about her, all this other stuff he does for her. So I want to say, I think maybe they graduate or they're about to graduate. They graduate high school. They get married. Huh. Yeah, they get married. She changed him. He's not like a delinquent no more. Damn, that was the word. He's not a delinquent no more. <laughs> He's a good uh, man. Yeah. So they He's get a church married. Going man. She He's dies. A church boy. Oh, God. they don't show no. it. She <laughs> dies. Out, she dies. Yeah, she dies. So Wait, did, did, does she leave a kid behind? No, they didn't have no kids. Didn't. Uh, so I was gonna be like Clonad after story. Let's go. No, it just. It just never happened. So it ends with him still going to visit her father and him like still saying, she taught me how to love, blah, blah, all this other stuff. They like have a relationship after she's dead, which I feel like she didn't want her oh. father to be alone, even though like she, when she was gone. This movie oh. is not funny whatsoever. <laughs> it's not no Yo, romantic Ended it comedy. on a high note. Let's go. <laughs> you trying to cry one April much? Yeah. That show is. Duh. Yeah. I don't think it's on the process. So, Ohana. Yeah. That too. So that's my synopsis. Why did that's... you vibe with this, Eric? So I watched <laughs> this at a very young age. Very young. I want to say maybe I was eight, eight or Jeez. nine, something like that. My mom. You, trying, you started your tragedy. Yeah. No, my mom would depressing make me watch it. I still got it somewhere over there. I don't know where it is, but that's where I watch it on DVD. And um, I feel that. I've been watching Young and the Wrestling since I was like five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I want to say like nine too. <laughs> I was nine. But it um, it just, there's this beautiful moment where they're do, actually doing the play and they actually have to like dress up as in character and Mandy Moore comes out. You know she can sing. She got albums and all that. This is way before This Is Us. So she comes out, I want to say, looking like a bombshell. Like one of those 1920 to 1940 girls just looking beautiful, but like innocently 
beautiful. You lost a train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just want to find a picture. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, damn. She was that beautiful. <laughs> still gets me right away. To this day. Takes away my breath. I got... To this day. <sighs> since 2002. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Nine years later. That's what she looked like in the play? That's what she looked like in the play. But in mm. the movie, she looked nothing like that. Jesus, I gotta... <laughs> it's like a total transformation from what he saw her as. But he got to know her like before. So the fact that he he fell in love with her before. And then she like looked into like that. Like she wore makeup. She did her hair up. It's a Cinderella story. Basically. <laughs> So the reason why I liked it is because it would, it felt so like, I want to say honest to where you didn't have to push it or like lie about the story and like push it in ways that you think it would go or whatever. It just felt organic. I don't, I, I, I might say this in a good way, but it feels almost like innocent too. That Yeah, that's mostly what like, it is too. Like it's one of them childhood stories that you're like, oh, well this could happen, but like, I see I like why. That. Uh, why didn't you want them to? Why did or didn't you want them to be together? Oh, I did want them to be together because, of course, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think come on, right? Come on, the whole time she got cancer. The whole time she's like, "Don't fall in love with me." He's like, "Why would I?" She's like, "I bet I'll help you." And then he like slowly gets to know her and like all that, and just falls in love with her. And she's like, I, we can't be together. I have cancer. I can't be with anybody. He's like, but I want to love you for now. It's not all about the future. I want to live in the moment with you. I don't want to rush things. Aww. And she's like, she can't accept that. She accepted the fact that she's going to die young and she's not going to like live her life. Yeah. Be able to do all that. So she just lives for her father. She lives for school and she lives for church until she meets him. And actually gets to know him. And then she lives for love. Which is pretty cool if you ask me. Alright, next. <laughs> that was quick. Quicker than I thought. Uh, I think uh, you kind of already answered I feel like, this yeah, as well. You answer but I mean, we're, we'll ask it again. So, Did the relationship seem realistic? I feel like it's one of those stories that's like... Not... It's very rare. These occasions. It's over the top, yeah. Yeah, it's... I think it's a Nicholas Sparks book too. So like at this point... Yeah, that move, that man can write drama. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to sound disrespectful, but like the amount of movies that we've seen with one of the one of the significant author has cancers, and then it ends with death is like a lot throughout years. Yeah, but this yeah. was like every Very year. There's, like, that, there's like two or three. I think it's. I think cancer is just like a common enough thing. Now, that, like, yeah, it's relate. It's relatable, like as far as diseases go. Obviously, that's not a good thing, but it at this point it is. So people can obviously tell, like, hey, if you have cancer, it could be hard. It can be very life threatening. So falling in love, it's it's just like the, it's the idea of like, um, living like in the moment. Life, yeah, being living in the moment, life being fleeting, but like loving with all you have with the time you have left. Yeah, okay, I didn't. I don't. I don't want to try this. Trying to try and sound disrespectful. No, I, I think no. It's a common theme. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it is a common. It's, it's theme. a valid point. But I want to say this was probably one of like the first ones to do it. I was gonna ask, is it one of? <laughs> I, it's two thousand two. You, if I really think about it, there's not really much that like is that old where it does that. 
because it's it is a touching uh, subject like i think the closest i can think is what the fault in our stars yeah. That's like 2008. No, that was no, like 14. 12. Yeah. yeah, 12. 50, I, 50. I saw that. I saw that with, uh, yeah. <laughs> 2011. I I mean, did, have you have you guys been hearing about uh, It was like a couple months back, but like that Disney movie with the, uh, yeah, I saw, oh, I saw yeah. the, the guy with leukemia. I think it was leukemia. Uh, no, I ain't gonna lie, I did cry to that a little bit. Is it on Disney Plus? Yeah, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's like look the it last up. song or something like that. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's based, based on a, a real story. Yeah, because um, uh, it's it's by an artist. It um, what you call it? It was directed by uh one of the actors in uh, Jane the Virgin. Cloud. It's called Clouds. Clouds. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, pretty heavy stuff in that movie it was it really touching and then like the acting in it was really good it i think it real was, oh wasn't it was star good, girl so. another one of those star girl was yeah but no i'm just saying i don't think she had one. i don't think it was one of that like she has cancer it was more like a coming of age story oh i thought oh okay but that one's based on her book i think that's why i thought yeah that. um but like it's a it's a based on a true story so it, ha- it did happen and like afterwards i did find like the music that um and everything that the guy made, uh, it's a, it's yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a romantic movie necessarily. There's just romance scared. in it, but it's just, it's it's more of a drama. Well, it says it right there: drama, uh, biographical, and music. But there's romance. Uh, I think I don't know if any. Do you got anything else to say, Eric? Oh, it did it age well. I. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> like, I, this is all you off got memory. A DVD in the case, don't worry. Yeah, this is all don't off of memory. It. So, like, I really got to think yeah. about that. Um, I think potentially it's probably like cheesy at some points, but other than that, it's more like dramatic. Mm. Like, there, when I say there's like no comedy in here, there's like no comedy. Like, it's not. It's just very it's serious. It's just straight like storytelling, dramatic. If anybody has seen This Is Us, they know like that she, she Mandy Moore is like one of the best things about that show. It's the same thing <laughs> with the movie, you know. So I mean, I guess it aged well. I could, I'll let you know after I watch it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let you know. I'll get back to you. It gives you the same reaction. <laughs> I'll get back to you if I cry. Let's see if I cry again. Yeah. See, look. If <laughs> I, I cry, then you know. If I cry. Um, if that is it, Eric. I- um, think that's it for this episode sure. uh, so that literally just wrap that wraps up both our uh both valentine's day special since we've kind of split it into two parts essentially um first waifus and then romantic yes. films or projects i should say um yeah okay um so if that is it for this episode um thank you wait hold on <laughs> what was that? That's what he got me. He got me. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> that was good. Good job, Dan. Do we should we do it without Dan? I was gonna say, who, who wants to just do it? Brandon, go ahead. Get All right. I can start it. Brandon, Eric, you ready? Yeah, oh, let's go. Team All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. 
episode what, 83? Yeah, 84, 83 of our second part of our valentine's day rom-com episode uh so uh i'll pick weird. up for you brandon um, uh, as always yeah uh, if you're wanting to switch up where you listen to us or you want to recommend where to us to other your friends we're on itunes uh spotify stitcher google and more recently youtube uh dan's been putting up some videos with some cool animations so if you want to check those out definitely you know like subscribe hit the bell all the important stars, things to do thumbs up you know, five star oh, like, on iTunes. Care. You know, just turn on post notifications. Patty all that good stuff. ASMR read the yeah, five star reviews if you leave one. Uh, we also, as we said before earlier, uh, we have a new community Discord. So if you guys want to join Woo-hoo! in, uh, possibly, you know, get to know other people, get to hear us, get to get some news. We'll be posting just, stuff in uh, the channel too if you want. Yeah, just chill out. We have we're some. In there, we're hanging out. We're playing games. We got some channels dedicated for valorant uh league i believe and we're always willing to expand on more based on what people are going to play i know that me and patty are big on borderlands so if anybody else is big on that you know we can definitely make some channels for that uh but you know if you just want to come in here play games or just relax you know make sure to stop by uh and then also social medias we're at nerds be like pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh if you want to talk to eric eric's gonna be the one on the Instagram. Uh, He's not gonna be the only one. I watched it. I'm on there too, just to, just in case. Dan's on the Twitter, and yeah. guess who's back? Dan's on the what? Dan is the one controlling the Twitter. Oh, if you ever have you. any comments, <laughs> oh questions, concerns, any topics you want to cover, any you know, give us a nice review. You can always email us at nerdswithlikepod@gmail.com, or you can also DM us. And, and please now, always review us, Brandon. How about that merch? I, yeah, bro. I got the tank top on right now. I be, Yo, I've been getting more swole at the gym, so this tank top is working way better. We don't just got tank tops. We got t-shirts, hoodies, baseball tees, long sleeves. Mugs. We got some tapestries. <laughs> we got some mugs, some travel mugs, some stickers, phone cases. You know, we got all that good stuff. We don't, we don't just got the basic nerds be like logo. We got. Dan, you want to tell them what we got? Uh, yes, we have. Obviously, Bren <clears throat> mentioned the logo. We also have a One Division inspired uh, design, which has begun to gain popularity, much like the show. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a little bit of a uh, Vision Easter egg. We also have a Mando shirt. We have a King Kong and Godzilla shirt <laughs> uh, due to Patty's meme. Coming in once that movie's out. Chadzilla. Uh, Chadzilla. Abomination <laughs> situation. Is that Abomination. That was my error. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with I that. I can that help you out with that. That's great. Okay. <laughs> me. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but we got some more coming in. Literally based on like uh, films or anything like, coming up or anything funny that we said in an episode. Hey, look. Eric, you're, you're, you're styling us over there. I put them on. So look at them. Look at face. Alright, uh, yeah, but that's <laughs> it for the merch. Am I right? Yay. Mm-hmm. You guys mention everything before that? Yes. Yeah. And now all, right, all cool. we gotta do is mention the links, links. Dan. Yes, I fucked, I fucked up last week. It just said donations. It was meant not for us, but like, you know, resources for others. Um, there is one thing I did want to touch upon because um, I, I didn't bring it up with you guys because I forgot completely. But uh, 
uh, apart from our normal don- donations and resources for the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, the coronavirus situation, I am going to try to find a link or any type of thing for... Uh, it's just something that like has, it's been coming up on my feed and everything. And they're right. There hasn't been talked about as much, but like uh, hate on the Asian American community. Uh, like, cause it's, it happened and we didn't, no one's really talked about it. And it's it happened in the beginning of Corona. It happened in the beginning of Corona. It's happening a lot as well recently. And that's kind of fucked up. Um, so it's not been talked about, but I'm going to try to see if I can find uh, any kind of resource for that. Uh, and I'll put it in the link in the description below as well as the ones I said before. Also, if you ever want oh, us yes, to, there's another you know, thing too. <laughs> Go ahead. If you ever want us to link anything in the descriptions for donations, all that stuff, you can always just let us know. We'll 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 do it. Yes. No OnlyFans uh, links. <laughs> We're not donating. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it up. But That's how it's up. He's the um, only one that will bring it up. Uh, I will also add this I'm too. Uh, this, the only one that acts up. The, what you mean? <laughs> the, to help out uh, Texas at the moment. My people. Again, I'll also put a thing uh, in the description. Help out my people. Uh, We're frozen down. Eric's homeland. Facts. Literally, my aunt is like suffering. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll find, I'll find a link. Jesus or Christ, you know, stuff like that. Hurry up. I hope everyone. Uh, stay safe. It's not really going well, but yes, please stay safe. Run your yeah. water. What? <laughs> you know, you yeah. run, I don't you know. Run your water. <laughs> you to, water. For the pipes what, to go though? through. What do you mean? Oh, Down south, you got to <laughs> open your pipe. You got to run the water. Keep it leaving so that shit don't, bro. It's ahead okay. of you. It's, just it's going over Texas, y'all, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Texas isn't like, like suited for snow. So well, like, nothing's you know, been. nothing's well, insulated yeah. like it is up here. It's different. Yeah. 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 They don't have basements uh, down there. It's different. Built different. Exactly. Texas. But, yeah. Like Brandon said, anything you want to send us for any type anything. of situation, let us know. Obviously, what Eric said too. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, Tones, did you say what we're doing for next episode? I did I assume not, not so. because okay. I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> Are you? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Forgot this is the one. All right. <laughs> Eric, why don't you? Oh, why don't you do me the honor? All right, so we gotta have a watch party. Speaking of, all right, so next week we are gonna get into the man, the master, and the myth, the menace, <laughs> James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, let me get to it. God damn it, man. you were taking so long. So what? This episode's two hours. We're good. <laughs> it's too late right, for Patty's that. Patty's complaining. Patty. Patty's gonna be me and him are gonna be a prominent part of that. We love James Cameron. Yes. I'm gonna try to get Antonio to be there, but no promises, probably not. Wait, so what is it? What is this James Cameron cut? We so are James. Let's let's what it's what is called James Cameron director's cut. Let's flat out say that we're gonna watch. What is it? Three movies. Okay. I don't know which three yet. Me and Patty haven't decided, but we're watching. Three. Right. <laughs> we're watching three movies. Because he only Before has that, like no. seven. They're good choices though. Yeah. No Titanic. So if you don't No. Sorry. <laughs> so that was the only one Not... I watched. So I hate James. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no, that's what we're gonna do. And this is just the only the beginning of uh, director's cut episodes. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino's uh, next oh, with, with uh, James Cameron. I see now. Yeah. Uh I mean well, when we get to that episode you'll understand what we're talking about. But uh yeah. Alright. So we'll catch you guys for that next week. Get you on the flip side. Yeah. Bye. 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 Thank you, Julian, for joining us. <laughs>